Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Fantastic Minute, also known as Talkin' Fox, the show where we talk about Wes Anderson's Fantastic Mr. Fox one minute at a time. We took a week off, but we're back with more Fantastic Mr. Fox fun. I'm Tyler Boudreau. And I'm Condra Boudreau. Here to talk about Minute 68 of Fantastic Mr. Fox, which begins with Spitz standing, and it ends with Ash saying, I can fit through there. And Condra, we've got a special guest this week. Joining us is uh, Captain America. Uh, Cap, you ready for a nice and long recording session? Are you referring to my stuffed Captain America that I've got? Yes, but uh, I was giving you a cue for a line. Uh, Cap, do you think you'll be able to make it through a, a, a long a long recording session? No, probably not. Come on, Condra. Just just give me this. I don't know what you're referring to. Cap, Cap how long do you think you would be able to spend recording a podcast? Like, in terms of hours, minutes... I could do this all day. Thank you. <laughs> it only took. I am emotionally compromised. We are in a post-endgame world, people. Yeah. And I'm emotionally compromised. Yep. We are recording this in the same room, though. So huzzah! Yeah. So special treat for for you guys today. We get better interplay than we get when we're talking online. But no actual guest. Uh, other than my little other, Captain other than Condra's stuff. stuffed Captain America, which she takes to the movie theater every time. He's my emotional support, and you were the one that gave him to me to, for Christmas a couple years ago. I did? So. No, no, yeah. Well, I never told you I had to bring him to the movies. But didn't you? No, I didn't. That first day, because I got him on Christmas, and we went and saw a movie that day, and you were like, oh, that'd be funny. I don't remember this. Um, so, yes. Fantastic Mr. Fox. We're not going to talk about Avengers at all. Even though it's killing me not to. You all are welcome. We're going to try and keep this spoiler free for you all. So you all get the chance to go see it first. Yes. Okay. So we got <laughs> they're, they're They're in front of Spitz the Beagle and they're, they're just kind of staring at this dog whom appears rabid. He's and, foaming at the mouth. Yes. This he's foaming at the mouth. And, uh, we kind of start with, uh, Fox says to Kylie, like, Kylie, give me a blueberry. Well, isn't there's a zoom in of his collar first? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So there's two really interesting shots in that they zoom into this very small detail and let the audience read them. Yeah. Um, so you see that the dog's name is Spitz and that he is uh, Canis Familiaris. Yes, which and, is presumably just the Latin name for a domesticated dog. And then he has a tag number O nine O nine, which. I would I would get it if it was ten oh nine because that's the month and year that the movie came out in. Might have just been oh nine, like two thousand nine. I don't know. Yeah. So yeah, we got Spitz who's appears to have rabies and uh Fox asks Kylie for a blueberry and Kylie's like, What? I, Fox is like, I told you to bring blueberries. I even wrote it on your paw. I mean, solid joke. It is a really funny, and especially, I think, Ash's contribution to it, too. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, it's written right there. Yeah. And then they zoom into the hand, and it's really big, and, like, <laughs> very obviously, it's, like, blueberry, and there's arrows and stars. Yeah, and... but Schwartzman delivery is like, yeah, it's right there. It's right on your paw. <laughs> and yeah. just, it's a good good line reading. They're, they're good actors. <gasps> is that how that works? Yeah. But it is a little frustrating, because it's, like, the first time Kylie not doing his best, and it's, like... What happened, man? What are you doing? I mean, it serves for a good joke, so I'm not going to complain about, like, a character thing. And it's also, like, it's okay to for a character to make a mistake, like, especially in a kind of a throwaway way. And, yeah, it's an interesting contrast with, like, the last minute he had the credit card, and now he, like, he didn't get the blueberries. It's 
indicative of Kylie, like, he's there when you need him, but he's not always the person you need. <laughs> That's fair. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I think there's an aspect of that to it where it's like, he's willing to help, but he's not an expert. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. And even later on in the minute, too, he's, like, trying, but he he is not cut out for this entire event that's happening right now and then we kind of get they start asking like hey what's wrong with this dog like why is it foaming at the mouth kylie gives another hilarious line uh i think he eats soap (laughs) which also just makes me laugh a lot it's so like innocent i think there's the delivery being so innocent and like harmless and soap is a funny like any any word that ends with a p is is ripe for humor i think Give me an example, because I'm not sure if I, I always find this. I've always found stop to be a funny word. Stop. Like I wonder if it's the enunciation that's needed for those words kind of thing. Like Yeah. I don't know. I just found it funny just his delivery more than anything. And like he's so like kind of sure, like, yeah. oh yeah, that's the reason. <laughs> yeah, kind of the, his naivete, as it were. And then Mr. Fox said, no, he's rabid with rabies. It's like, yeah, what else would he be rabid with? Did he say that? I yeah. Didn't, I missed that. That's yeah. funny. Yeah, he's rabid with, well, they zoom in on a pill bottle. So mm-hmm. you get two, like, zoom in read shots. And this. Oh, the pill bottle's fun. Yeah, the pill bottle has um, got some interesting content on it. Um, <laughs> you want to tell us what medicine Spitz is taking? Oh, yeah, he's got some phenomoxyl carbobutal. Oh, naturally, and a 10 milligram dose. Yeah. Which is also recommended. I've been practicing saying that word a lot. <laughs> I, I know. Um, you want to say it again? Phenomoxyl carbobutal. Great. Um, and it says that you should take it with meat and do not operate heavy mistri- machinery while you're yep. on the medication. You better not. Yeah. So Spits, no, no, uh, no ride in that no, tractor. No uh, spitfires for spits. No spitfires for spits. That was, uh, you see what I did there? I did see what you did there. That was the one uh, Bunce had, right? Junior Spitfire? I think so, yeah. Movies by minute. Oh, yeah. Finger point. Uh, Tyler just did the finger gun at you all. You should all kind of be insulted. I didn't do the, I, I did no. the finger no, gun to, like, middle space. Yeah, but, like, it was basically at the all right, nobody move or I'll shoot. Did you see? I saw on Twitter a Venn diagram. It was a four-way Venn diagram. It was, like, moms, bank robbers, preachers, in DJs, and I think the middle was no. The moms was moms trying to take your sweater off, and, and like all of them were put your hands up <laughs> in the middle, and then all the uh, the cross. There was interesting cross sections in the that not all four ones like between the individual twos. That's wicked funny. <laughs> I wish I had seen that. I have not. I have to go back and see if I could find it because it was just like a random thing I scrolled past on Twitter, but it left a big impact apparently. Apparently. <laughs> Yeah, so you get this uh, pill bottle, and then it goes back to them, and they're like, what do we do? And Mr. Fox kind of, he bends down and picks something up, but it's not You don't see what it is until a little later. This is kind of your uh, third act action beat where it's like, okay, like, (laughs) you know, uh, Scooby-Doo 2, Monsters Unleashed? I do know that movie, Tyler. It's like that movie where uh, like people like break off one at a time to go like fight a certain monster and let the other people go. I see. I know. I know what you're talking about. Yep. yep. Why was that? I'm sure that happens in a different movie. Does it happen in Spy Kids? Yes, it does. Which? Both Spy Kids. Because um, I don't acknowledge the third or the fourth one. So. What? Well, so, Ju- so Juni, Juni, Juni like fights the, the, the clones and Carmen like runs and yeah. does something else. Yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, it's a common action action beat. Like, I'll I'll handle this one. You guys run ahead. Yeah, yeah. But the turn, so like, Mr. The way the camera's angled, Mr. Fox turns around and looks at us as Kylie and Ash, apparently. Yeah. And it's just kind of a weird, like, shot it's a, for Fox. It's it's one of those weird shots where it's like a close up on the the puppet's face, and that looks weird. Otherwise, like, I like I I thought it was just a fine shot. Yeah, I think maybe just like the detailing on his face just threw me a loop. All those close-ups, a lot of the, especially close-ups on Fox, I think look a little odd sometimes. Yeah. Another funny thing that Fox does is uh, after Kylie says, "I think he eats soap," and they we look at the bottle. Uh, Fox says, "That's not soap." But when he says that, he like does a little, little like finger gun pointing, and she's like, "What? What is this action like catchphrase? That's not soap." <laughs> It's like cut it out. That's like uh that's like the uh you know the who's line scenes from a hat who's like uh like bad catchphrases and yeah. Colin says nay yeah 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 pants. I yeah. <laughs> that is Why do so I know this? Niche. So niche. We are the most niche today apparently. Um I I'll watch a I'll watch a who's line scenes from a hat clip to like fall asleep. Oh, too. I watch a ton of scenes from a hat, but like the nicheness of that reference, Tyler and Nia's pants specifically. Nia's pants. It's like I have no hair, kind of thing. <laughs> oh, I have another uh, fun improv joke that we'll get to in a bit. Oh dear. Um. Well, okay. So let's just cut forward to. Uh... So okay. So Mr. Fox turns around, says he's got it. The camera zoom like pans back to the front, and you see Kylie and Ash climbing up this trellis behind on the wall. Is that what that's called? The yeah, trellis. Yeah, that's what it's called, Tyler. Uh, can you describe what a trellis is for our, our audience? <laughs> it's um, a fence that's on a wall that would be used for vines to grow on. Um, it's got the hatch mar- or the crisscross hatch pattern. Yeah. Um, in like a chain link fence, but it's typically wood, and yep. it's meant for plant growing. And that's called a trellis. Yes. Very neat. How do you know that? <laughs> How do you not? I don't, I don't know how I know that. Don't ask me. I know really dumb things, Tyler. Oh, I know that. I um, re- had to relive this week my teaspoon research paper that I had a few years ago. Oh, yeah. What was that about? You were telling me. So a few years ago, one of my final papers for my undergrad, I researched this teaspoon that had an, an initials graved on, engraved on it. Whose were they in it? Who they were, the, were initials? the initials of this young woman. Kate Barlow. No. <laughs> <laughs> Are we going to do Holes Minute? I feel like we could do Holes Minute. Let's do Holes Minute. I don't know if I really want to do Holes Minute. I still think we should do Shrek Minute. Oh, uh, no. I think everyone I have told is like, Condra, that would be the greatest thing. You can do Shrek Minute on your own. I would do it on my own. Fine. Fine. (laughs) This is the end of Amateur Nerds, people. All right. Flip table. Bye. I own it. What now? (laughs) But so uh, I researched Also, also, Beatles Minute is still on the table. Hard Day's Night Minute. I don't know. All right. So there's a lot of interest in the Movies by Minute community in, in that. So. Okay. Um, <laughs> we'll see. We'll finish this movie. Yeah, let's get through this Then we'll this take one. a hiatus for like us to do school and jobs. Great. Not like this is much of a commitment, let's be honest. It's once a week. Uh, by the time this ends, I'm going to have to start writing my thesis. Oh. So. Oh, yeah. So I was researching this spoon. And I was able to find um, the creator, who was an apprentice. God? (laughs) 
No, it was the apprentice. I want to see that movie. It was the apprentice of this girl's father. So I was trying to like uncover their relation, like why this guy would have made the spoons for the daughter kind of thing. And like, was it part of her dowry? And he ended up getting arrested later and like ran away, like had to leave from that town. That's fun. So it was this really comp. And we were talking. And, and so like, what, why, how did this come up? Um, so in one of my classes on women, well, gender largely in material culture. So like how you can read objects mm-hmm. gender with the gender. Oh, books uh, are crazy. Well, not no, no text. So it's all oh, like. Oh, no. Physical books. The way oh, physical oh, books yeah. operate as a gendered. Or is that's what I know about? Yeah, but yeah. Um, so we were talking about the time period I was researching and like dowry objects yeah. and how like spoons often or like engraved things and how women would like embroider their own linens and stuff to show that they were worthy of marriage and that kind of stuff. And so like spoons and came that up. also has a huge history of like being a woman's task. Mm-hmm. And like how embroidery and like textile work today, unless it's a tailor, which is like a very refined like high end art. That's the only, like, form of masculine work in textile world. Everything else is essentially women's work, quote unquote. Yeah. And there's this really weird imbalance of, like, jo- in, a, in the way, like, a chef is often associated of being a man, but any other cook or a lower level person, like, cooking normally is associated with women's work, unless you're, like, the high end yeah. kind of person. Yeah, you're right. Like Ratatouille. <laughs> Colette fights for her position. Do you see any other women in this room? No. no. <laughs> we should do Ratatouille minute. That would be good. Yeah. I would do Ratatouille. So, what are we talking about? <laughs> trellises? Uh, yeah. So apparently yeah. trellises. <laughs> so they climb up the trellis onto and Fox the... stays behind and he has like a little cute toy that he squeaks. Yeah. That's pretty funny. Yeah, it's just cuz you don't see the squeaky toy, but like you hear it and I think that Like cue... what is he going to do with the squeaky toy for a rabid dog? Yeah. Um, then the big question we will hopefully find out next minute. Spoilers. I um, didn't spoil anything. Ant-Man dies in Endgame? <laughs> Tyler, we told the listeners no spoilers. Okay, well, I guess you'll just find out for yourself. I didn't say Scott Lang. I said Ant-Man. Could have been anyone. Hank Pym. I'm just making it worse. (laughs) You're the worst. So, and then Kylie and Ash are on the roof. And Kylie looks. So you you see inside the annex with Christopherson in his little apple crate. um, All locked up. Just sitting there looking really bored and sad. But Kylie starts making a little noise. And Christopherson like comes to life. He's like, like, what? Huh? What? And Kylie's like, shh. I'm like, sorry. Do you know, like, you ever, you ever be like at like an assembly in high school and someone says something like weird and the whole crowd goes, huh? What? Huh? What? And like, it's very, it's like a very distinct sound of everyone in the audience going, huh? Huh? I feel like that's the um, Zac Efron meme of him in the three poses. It's basically that. I don't, I don't know. I just like, next time someone like says something like, confusing in a large crowd and you hear the entire audience going huh what it's a very unique sound that just is in my ingrained in my ear i'll see if it happens at graduation (laughs) hopefully no one says something too confusing like you all aren't graduating today that's not what i need (laughs) i would like to graduate please um so what, what i what stood out to me about kylie and christopherson was uh ash or christopherson okay uh christopherson's like huh what and kylie goes like he shakes his hands and you're like dude christopherson's blindfolded he can't see you and then the only thing kylie does is go 
Now, there is some vocal intonation to say shh, but not much that you can necessarily identify a like a person who's talking. Oh yeah. Only from the phrase shh. So yeah. who does Christopherson think is coming? Yeah, it is that is an interesting point too, because like how well does Christopherson actually know Kylie? Like that's really unclear. I mean, they were hanging out in tunnels together for a while. And like but like before that, he's probably only been there a couple of days before. Yeah. So like I mean Kylie's a nice guy, you know, and no one's against Kylie. No, but still like you're not gonna re- yeah it's like you're not gonna recognize the shushing it kind of seems futile because like why would it matter if kylie's making any noise and no one's there yeah they're all burning from those pine cones like <laughs> uh and then uh kylie's trying to like open this grate in the ceiling he's like shaking it yeah. to no avail ash pulls up and says i can fit through there and that's where the minute ends. And but Ash looks so like majestic yeah, and heroic. He's got, he's got this like hero pose where he's like his white cape is flowing in the wind and his he's got his his, his bandit uh, hat. His, ba- his improvised bandit hat with a sock. And he just is like looking so confident and it's like really exciting because he finally like he knows this is something he can do and he's like here for it and it's it's him kind of doing what he like he's finally stepping up to the position he's always seen himself in but like no one else has so it is exciting for him he's an athlete (laughs) i see myself that way i just sometimes feel like you don't see me that way he's white cape he's white cape um so one time at the uh the short-lived uh stand-up comedy club oh dear at at my college uh short-lived because not that many people do stand-up and it's not really a community activity (laughs) So there's, it's difficult to have a club around it. Fair. But one time we had like four people there and we wanted to do like an improv game. So we did like the the game uh, two-line vocabulary. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of my Maybe lines... Maybe you want to explain that for... I, I know what that is, but... Two-line vocabulary is an improv game with generally on whose line they do it with three characters. Uh, one, one character can say anything they want, but the other two characters have two lines each. Usually something generic like, I don't want to do that. Or is there a bathroom around? Like... Something like that, where it's like funny that funny to repeat. And uh, one of the lines I got was, uh, "I can jump over that," which was not a very useful line in the grand scheme of things, but it reminded me of I can fit through that. Yeah, that makes sense. It's a fun game, though. No, yeah, uh, it's a fun game to watch. It's a fun game to do, like participate in, because the one person who can say all the lines is really working their ass off. Language. Whoa, that's it. <laughs> Uh, this is what we got. Anything else? Um, we'll see how Spitz and Fox shakes out. Yeah, it Spitz was funny. Spitz v. Fox. Spitz v. Fox. Is it a court Donna case Justice. now? <laughs> it's a court case. Yep. Who would be a judge? Well, Badger's the one who's defending Fox. Yeah, Badger's. A- Wait, so is Spitz prosecuting Fox for something? Yeah, breaking and entering, I guess. No, so- I feel like... Because in your order, Spitz is the one... All right, let's just stop. No! <laughs> um, the judge would be Bean. That's not impartial. Well, it's not fair. That's the point. Um, oh, dig on the criminal <laughs> justice system. Yeah, yeah. I'm punching up. Edgy! This is, this is hardcore satire. Here from Fantastic Mr. Fox Minutes, 20 minutes into a random episode. Oh, yeah! Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Captain America, anything else to say? I was trying to think of another like famous Captain America line, but he really doesn't have any. He's got, I can do this all day. And then he's like, don't take the stupid with you. Yeah. 
or it's going all with you kind of thing. Yeah. Um, oh, what's that line? Um, I see a bunch of, like, it's always used as a gift. Like, oh, go for so it. you decided to have a podcast. <laughs> Tyler did the whole elbow thing, too. Like, he was on the back of the chair and it's like, so you've got detention. Um, <laughs> no, I was thinking of the one from the beginning of Winter Soldier when he's speaking French to the guy. It's like, or. Au revoir or something. I don't know how to... I don't take French. Oui, oui. Steve Zizou. (sighs) (laughs) But, like, it means, like, your turn or come on, I think. So this has been Minute 68 of Fantastic Mr. Fox. Uh, Hope you join us next time. Go see Endgame. Uh, Yeah, hope you join us next time for a nice minute. Nice. (laughs) Um, And, yeah, uh, we'll see how things shake out. Uh, Might have... We, we didn't have a guest this week because we, we kind of needed to keep things low-key, but ne- next time, maybe in the future, we got a couple more guests that we're going to have as we round out the show in the future. It's exciting. We'll see yeah. how it goes. Excuse me. We did have a guest this week. We had little Cap. Oh, yeah. Sorry, Cap. You can follow us on Twitter at Amateur Nerds. You can follow Tyler directly at Tyler Booty. That's at T-Y-L-E-R-B-O-U-D-Y. Uh, tell your friends, tell your family to listen to us. Tell your enemies. Tell <laughs> oh, people yeah. you just see on the bus. Like It's a pretty bad podcast. Tell your enemies to listen to it. <laughs> hey, I'm proud of us. We're 68 minutes in. Yeah, no, we're doing good. We're on almost all Spotify, Stitcher, Google. Yeah, we're on. We're on Apple Podcast. Rate, review, subscribe. Do the things. I've been Tyler Boudreaux. I've been Condra. We hope you have a fantastic Captain America day. Fantastic.